Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Uh. G'day, thanks so much for being a preview customer of Year Round Carnival. Look at today's iconic Randwick Day, Doncaster, AJC Derby, TJ Smith, and in fact, all the races now with Vince Accardi from Daily Sectionals. We're recording this 9.30 Sunday morning. Morning, Vince. Good morning, Ralphie. 9.31, mate. 9.31, that'll do. Yeah, we're all about precise situations. <laughs> oh, okay, mate, what's the mindset now, Sunday morning, uh, now that obviously we live in Melbourne, but you've had good clarity on uh, the radar and also uh, information from the uh, track? Well, no more rain's come forward, which is really positive. So the boys were saying this morning that it's a H9 and walk that way. So we're definitely on heavy track. Will it improve? Well, with the winds, a bit of a tailwind advantage. So that's going to be very important. So we could see some nice drying up the straight. Definitely, I don't expect to get any deterioration. I'm not sure whether we're going to find ourselves H8 or S7, but... I'm sticking firm. We're going to be rock solid, heavy nine. Right. Uh, we're kicking off uh, the first race as two year olds, and uh, looking by your race speed profiles, this won't be a situation to play. Not for me, Ralphie. It's already a challenge enough that they're not even getting anywhere near benchmark, and now we've got to deal with can they even handle the ground? For those who want to take odds on straight Aaron in the second race, look, it was a very nice debut at uh, at Sandown back in January down here. Uh, sorry, uh, then sent to Sydney for its uh, its resuming runoff. Just a seventy seven day break on that bottomless Warwick Farm track. We know Chris Waller loves targeting the Carbine Club, be it Melbourne or Sydney. But a uh, dollar eighty five that's a pretty tight price. It is a tight price. Might be a little bit of a reflection of the grade of horses that are running potentially, and therefore. That price is short. It's one of only two runners that's, or maybe three runners that have franked some wet track profile. Right. The other two being Flying Crazy and Sweet Ruby, yeah? Uh, no. Um, no. Uh, the number four is the one that's Calvadon Road, is definitely the other key runner, and Cape Estelle. All right, so from a wet track perspective, yes. there's two to, to consider there, uh, particularly if uh, if taking multis. The Adrian Knox is the traditional Oaks lead-in race, race three on the program for Group 3, but uh, there also traditionally is pretty low uh, IVR figures and they're, they're pretty pretty slow uh, pretty slow times that we generally get. Uh, your, your low assessment here. You've got a scenario here that the majority of the field is really going to struggle to see if there's any possibility of handling ground, particularly the horses that are in the market. They just don't have any wet track profiles. It's hard to get real confidence. So you're really going to be hoping to see if they can handle it. And that that's what makes it really tricky from my perspective. Uh, the fourth race in the program, over 2,600 metres. This could take a while, but uh, some, some actually a bit of, bit of quality stays here. Uh, the, the basic uh, favourites here are Zarek and She's Ideal, Just from Great House, Surprise Baby and Lunchies are others that are uh, single-figure odds around about that $9 mark. Well, the good the good news is obviously She's, she's Ideal, Great House and even Zyrek, they all handle the ground in a, in a, in a pretty solid manner. So that's a plus. In terms of, 
I don't believe it's going to be a slowly run race. I, I still feel there's going to be good speed. I've marked it as being genuinely at least at the average range. In other words, we could be seeing a, a wedge a, a, a zero to maybe plus one above benchmark. As far as tempo is concerned? Yes, as far as the tempo is concerned. She's ideal. Looks set to win, Ralphie, for me. And if James can just get it in the right part of the track, and, and, I, and the right part of the track for me is somewhere around six to eight off the fence, definitely going to get the chance to get victory here. And I also feel the Great Houses look looks ready to win as well, Ralphie. So I want to give that a lot of respect today, and it loves the wet track. Well, where's Lunchy's fit? Well, I have marked it in the top four, Ralphie. It's got good capability of handling the wet ground. The only challenge I see with the horse at the moment is we are looking for a PB for the horse or to run right up to its PB at this distance range to be hard in the finish. So for that reason, I thought there is enough evidence there to suggest this horse could do it today. It's just a matter of where it gets in, in running. And if it's got to come from behind, She's Ideal, I, th- I feel that's a bit of a disadvantage because I'm, I'm of the view that She's Ideal has got a, bi- a bigger kick and is equally as good on the wet ground. And She's Ideal, around about that $5 mark, I know you like keeping the place on side. Is that the way you're sort of thinking there? It's a hard race for me, Ralphie, because I, I feel there's more than four genuine chances. Right. And if I'm only looking at three slots, it just means I'm – I'm a big chance of not getting a collection or a transaction in my favour. So, therefore, right now, I'm on the fence. Okay, fair enough, too. Uh, the country championship final is, uh, well, in, in race book order, that is one, two, three, four, and six. They're all single-figure odds. Is there anything here, or is this just a watch and uh, good luck to the participants? It is good luck to the participants. There are some horses that can handle wet ground that could surprise whilst they don't have a very good IVR profile. So that's the big challenge. In terms of the category of class, like I'd have a good level of confidence if we, if we were on a good track. I really like the way Far Too Easy has been racing, but I have zero confidence on the wet, wet ground. So that's one of my biggest issues. Also, number 14, Zakina's another runner that I felt would be very strong here if we're on clean ground. We're on wet ground. It has possibly a pass mark for wet track but I I feel that horse might lose two lengths in this condition and then there was another horse edit as well which has what it takes to win this race massive question mark whether it can get through the ground well I should ask you then and this is for our punters uh, uh, who've who've bought this from a wet track uh, capacity uh, let's list the runners particularly you know there'll be people wanting to have a little play for multis today so number four is definitely right high up on the grid also number 12 and the other two runners were 16 and 8 so what you've mentioned there, Amulet Street for Hugh Bowman, sixty-one dollars. Uh, you've got uh, Little Profit, is that right? At eighty-one dollars. And so yes. was that last one you said. The last one was Command Commando Hut. Commando Hunt for Nash at about uh, ten dollars there. So some some huge odds runners there to consider if you are uh, having a play. Of course, the, uh, the the Avalanche has come for the Golden Slip winner Fireburn. Uh, you know we tracked the two year odds all the way through, and nothing had produced a really big IVR figure uh, on wet ground. Uh, Fireburn did that. What's your level of confidence going into this? Which is fantastic, Rafi. I love that. And on profile, two point three lengths above benchmark. It's it, it's the clear cut head of the charts in this particular race. 
the only challenge you've got is can the portality camp get it to repeat? They're obviously saying from the stable that it can, based on what he was saying this morning, but there's always that challenge with the youngsters. They're a race-to-race proposition. I love the way it hit the line, and everything points that the 1,400 will not be a negative, and we know the horse is super strong on the wet. The other key runner, let's roll the dice. I like the profile of this horse, Ralphie. Even though it's below benchmark, Damien Lane loves the wet track, could be a bit of a leaper. Well, this is interesting because that, that debut was on genuinely heavy ground at uh, at Bendigo, and I suppose what you're putting forward here is that you know eleven twelve dollars. There's a horse that's on the up compared to there is a chance that Fireburn may have already had its peak. Absolutely, and this is why it can't be dismissed All in right. a race like this. Okay. AJC Derby, race seven. We did a deep dive yesterday, 24 hours later. What's your thoughts now with obviously clarity that Hitotsu is definitely running? Well, good on them that they're running. You only get one crack at it. So they must have some confidence this horse is going to be able to handle the ground. They're in a very astute stable. I just wouldn't feel that they would do it if there was this uh, level that they doubt this horse can get through the ground. They still would also overcome the challenge second up to 2,400. Again, this stable must be of the view that this horse can do it. They also must be feeling they've got a decisive advantage class-wise. And I sort of tend to agree from a class perspective that this horse has got the edge on the field. But I'm, I'm not with the fact that there's no proof about the track conditions and there's definitely a big ask to go 2400 second up and win it'll have to have a big advantage to be able to win we've already mentioned forgot you what i noticed here you've got five horses in your most advantage character benno regal lion i think it's no coincidence that they all ran on monday so quick backup it's that old truism on wet tracks yeah and i wanted to just put those two horses in because there's enough there in the profile to indicate that they're strong Wet track profiles, like uh, character, those three horses, they're very, very strong in the wet ground, and that could be a significant advantage today. Race eight. So, again, yesterday we did our deep dive, and and you said the the, the tipping point with Nature Strip is heavy 10. Well, this is weird now. So it's heavy nine, um, but what what you've really outlined here in your race speed profiles is Eduardo is just the box ticker. Can't, I just can't fault the horse, Ralphie. Everything stacks up superbly. The horse has done all the necessary things that you need to be able to do. And it's going to be very hard for this horse to be displaced out of that top three today. Whereas Mask Crusader, if, if looking for a price, um, again, wet track, it's it's proof and it's $9 compared to Nature Trip, High Twos and Eduardo, low fours. Compressed field. Yep might be in the strike zone, and if it's in the strike zone, it's clearly the biggest kicker in the field. And um, for me, if this horse is inside seven lengths from the lead pack getting to the 600 metre or run down the field. Nice. You've got Miss Shelby 66 is your other one. Is there, a, is there anything else for, for those looking for a wider multi? I just couldn't go there. I mean, you can, like we made a little bit of a case for Paul Laley, that could be one that could be considered. But for me, I'm just firm that I have an expectation that, firstly, those four horses that we've got should be fighting out the finish. And, uh, you know, like if you want to get the new market winner from New Zealand and, and you want to put that into your multis, I mean, I, or Paul Ailey, I, I wouldn't say no. 
The Doncaster, 24 hours later, you put your explanation forward yesterday. I'm Thunderstruck, an inspirational girl on class. Genuinely heavy ground is some kind of query, and I notice a horse with no genuine heavy track query is Ice Bath is your third most advantage here. Yeah, well, I just sort of sit back here with I'm Thunderstruck. <sighs> the 4.2 WTI, maybe it can get better than that, and if it does then we're, we're sitting with the class runner. We know we've got a PB, a plus seven with this horse, Ralphie, so we can afford to give him a few lengths in terms of bridging of class. In other words, if you don't handle the wet ground as effectively and still be competitive, ins- inspirational girls, probably slightly to a, a lesser extent. So I'm definitely leaning to I'm Thunderstruck over inspirational girl. Ice Bath gets its chance, loves the ground, Whilst it doesn't have the same class as I'm Thunderstruck, is a superior horse in the wet track. Now, whether those two or three lengths is going to be enough, we're going to have to wait and see. And there's a lot of reports this morning, Ralphie, and even last night, that this kiss on all four cheeks, there's an expectation this horse is going to handle the ground uh, very well. So just be careful with that. Make sure you, you guys, whoever's you know playing multis, put it in there to multis. It's $34. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that, that's a huge price there. And again, what you haven't done is put forbidden love into, the, into your uh, most advantage. I have to go against it, Ralphie. Whilst it's a strong wet tracker, there's question marks at a mile. And a high-pressure mile. Yeah, a high-pressure mile. That's that's the big tough ask for me. I mean, unless it's a leader's highway for some crazy reason, which I'm just not going to see happening, then I just can't see how this horse can win. All right, that's our conclusion of the three group ones. Last race here, Vince, quaddy leg, so we need some bit more information. What can you tell us about this last race? Well, firstly, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not an easy race, right? Yep. So I, I can't uh, just jump out of the clouds and say, you know, please go for it. But from a, from a quaddy's point of view, definitely number 13. It's got a high profile in terms of this field. You only need around half length above benchmark to get on the podium. This horse got a 1.6 Rose Hill 1100. Big chance this horse can take this to 1,200 metres and can handle the wet. One at a big price is number 14, Larkspur Run. Does have wow. a Caulfield – yeah, it does have a Caulfield 1,200 metre 0.6 above, right? Yep. Gets through the ground, could be a bit of a surprise packet. So I definitely wouldn't leave that horse out. A few other horses that I felt that one has to consider is the James McDonald's horse, number seven, Mimi Lagrade. Yep. Even though right now it only has a minus one profile, gets a pass mark on the wet track, and I've got this horse has still been an improver, so I would be looking to push that horse into it. And the other one's Malroy, the one that Hugh Bowman's on. Gets through the wet ground, should be kept on side. So Mallory there at $18. Yep. Um, what's the other one in your in your, uh, in your most advanced sneaky five, I suppose, is yes. the other one there. So there's uh, there's five to go on there. We really appreciate all our fantastic support from our awesome l- listeners and become customers here on our preview podcast. Best of luck today with your plays, and we'll, whatever happens, we'll break it all down Monday on the Year End Carnival podcast. <laughs>